Dude, there's been like no news. Right when we start our podcast, like all the news stops. Yeah. It's like one thing happened. It was the the Fortnite dance thing. Right. Um, I know not a lot about this. So I'm aware that 14-year-old boys like to do the really awkward, look at me, I'm flossing dance, and it looks like matchstick men trying to move. Like, it's embarrassing. That is all I know. So I know that's a craze. I still remember knowing that Fortnite was a cultural phenomenon when just looking out of my window back when I lived in the UK because it was a, a parking lot was <laughs> my garden. And I looked into it and there was a kid by a car doing a little Fortnite dance. And I was like, geez, it's everywhere. It's, they've Man, done it. I wonder what that must feel like to make something that just penetrates the culture around the world like that. Like that's, that's another level. Those guys must be feeling just over the moon to have that kind of an impact. I saw a headline the other day because I support the New York Giants and the New York Giants suck. And <laughs> a headline the other day was, are the New York Giants playing so bad because of Fortnite? <laughs> Implying that they weren't bonding because they were playing Fortnite instead of bonding. Well, that depends. Are they playing against each other? Because that could really create some some rivalries, I suspect. I would assume. I would assume. But yeah, still, the fact that that headline existed in the realm of talking about the New York Giants was, again, a testament to Fortnite. Jeez. And just the idea in general that games are cool now is just mind... Like, they weren't cool when I was a kid. And they're still not cool. Like, if you're into the... I, I play mostly, like, for Axis games, right? Strategy yes. games and stuff. And so, yeah, maybe I'll never be cool. But, like, <laughs> compared to before... Like, games are cool. It's really weird being, like, the. T- it, there's this thing in my mind, the separation between the guys that are, like, we into sports, you know, like, sports yeah. stuff, like, to get yeah, my gear. Yeah. like to, bro. You know, bro, yeah. yeah. And, like, people who play video games who are, you know, skinny nerds, sometimes the opposite nerds, like, yeah. in, a, in a basement, pale. Like, I, and I know these are the stereotypes, I know that. But, like, I, it's just... It's so weird seeing the blend. It's so weird seeing like football and Fortnite crossover. Yeah. Like I can't handle it. It's like I'm I, mashing up with the worlds. It's the same I reason wouldn't... why I don't get Twitch. Like why are these people are like, oh, but this is the dream. The dream is to sit in your underwear and play video games for other people on the internet. I'm like, what? When I was in school, that was, you know, like the drugged out deadbeat kid that you made fun of, right? <laughs> the, I don't, like, the thing is, right? The dream of Twitch is actually not to sit in your pants and play video games. That's not the dream. They are celebrities now. Like to to this generation of children, ninjas like hanging out with Drake. That's a world. Like that's the world we live in. These people are genuinely celebrities and there are they've just got a reporter on The Verge, if you're aware of technology website The Verge, whose entire beat is just covering youtubers and streamers and twitch and youtube and facebook streaming and all that stuff because these people are celebrity like they are in the realm of celebrity like i know i i get it like i i finally get it but i just i I, it's just weird that the world changed in this way because it didn't like this used to be you were ashamed of being a gamer and now you're like oh i hope i can be a cool gamer like like ninja or shroud or some shit like these people (laughs) Yeah, I, I I just it's weird, man. Yeah, like, it's weird. I get you. Like it was, I don't know. At no point. Also, again, we've spoken about this before. Also, I wonder if it's because I don't know. I was in a different country, and also a boy. I never felt like playing video games was 
super nerdy because i think when i really 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 got super into games was when the playstation was a big thing and the playstation particularly among boys was a really big thing in my school so that i would be super nerdy with it but i could also talk to the kids that were like cool kids about playing video games so i don't know maybe i missed that no, yeah, you're right. Some of it is that I was a jerk. You're right. And so, like, I had that. Well, I felt like I, I hid this shit. Like, nobody mm. at school knew what I did at home. And also, it's the same thing. Like, I've said this before. Like, my pen and paper group yes, was not I didn't made have up of, one of kids them. my school. And, yeah. And that's... Even that's not as nerdy, though, now. Right? Not now. Like, even that's, like, retro kind of cool a little bit. It's, um, uh, it's in the public eye. Like, playing... I wasn't even aware of Dungeons and Dragons when I was a kid. And like the minute you were made aware, it was in the context of like, look at these freaks. Like that was the, and you'd be like, why don't you play a computer game? What's wrong with you? You're just imagining? That's stupid. Look at this. I can play Metal Gear Solid and it's the best thing ever. It's the best game of all time. And yeah, that was the thing. So yes, pen and paper though has now become a thing where, you know, there's conventions for it. There's TV stars playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, and it's there was always little things with White Wolf. Oh, don't. Oh, the yeah. Don't worry about it. Look, the (laughs) that sounded like a weird like like you were just thinking back to a time you lived with a wolf or something like like, there was always things with White Wolf. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? Dude, out of context, that made no sense. There was always. It doesn't matter. Look. The crow flies. I, I guess the, the <laughs> crux of there, there's no point to this conversation. I'm just saying that like it's weird that being a nerd is cool now, or that I it's considered mainstream and cool. Yeah, yeah. And I, it took me because maybe I've just been in a basement, and assumed nothing changed for like a decade. It took me a while to understand that, and I'm still kind of wrapping my head around the idea that there's a really, a cute little adorable kid on um, Stranger Things that plays D and D, and that this is yeah. like a D and D group, and they're using like like this is weird, man. But this is the world today, and it's kind of great, and it's kind of nice. Uh, but it it's also just, oh, it's a lot of things. It's like watching when you're into something early, and it's, you know, you get into something early, and it's like your thing, and you find, especially for a lot of people who are, who are like, say say you're like me, and you were pen and paper, and mm. you, maybe you didn't fit in with everybody else, but you had this this one thing, this one group of people that were also nerds, and you were all nerds together, and you did all your nerd shit together. You're kind of ashamed of it and didn't talk about it to anybody else, but you had each other and it was like a click. But now everybody has that. Like yeah. now your inside jokes are not inside jokes because everybody knows the jokes. Yeah. You, you, could, like, you would whisper oh. the weird thing about the white wolf and people would be like, yeah, she's right. Or you could, yeah. Or <laughs> it's, that's not even a thing, the dude. White I don't wolf even know. Flies at night. <laughs> this is, you have just no idea. I don't. But like, <laughs> you won't tell me. Uh, White Wolf is the name of a company that makes uh, pen and paper games. Oh, okay. They always had a thing. Was it always like a? Con- they, they have I guess there's events. always conventions. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. thinking of me being aware of like. Again, I guess I just connected to video games. I'm like, oh, there's packs unplugged. I'm aware of that. Like, Those are I'm, much bigger. Conventions yeah, have gotten so much bigger. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, yeah. No, I know what you mean. It is. I mean, I know what you mean, but also, I guess I don't feel it. I kind of feel like I've. Or it's it's never felt like my video games have never felt like my little club, I guess. Because when part I was, of your identity. Well, part of my identity in a way 
where it was like I can still remember like feeling cool that I knew the most about video games when people were talking about video games but people were still talking about video games I was just like yeah I know a lot about them but like I don't know I don't think it ever I never had that sense of like this is my thing I think maybe I feel about that about Star Trek The Next Generation but we've talked about that like mm. that felt like my thing because I didn't share it with anyone but <laughs> except my dad but yeah like I don't know it's always felt like part of the culture to me but I don't know could yeah. just be the people I had around me yeah, I don't know. It's hard to articulate. I mean, it's not a bad thing. I like that it's mainstream. I think it's cool. Yeah, I think it's I really agree. weird. I mean, it makes for weird moments. Like if you're at a, a watching a football game and somebody brings up Fortnite and you're or asks if if you're a gamer or something and they're like, "Yeah, I'm a gamer too. I play COD and Fortnite." And you're like, "Fuck off, guy." <laughs> like and <laughs> I can remember thinking that. And you're not allowed to do that anymore that. either, which is I'm sorry, what? I can remember thinking that, like, 100%. With someone to be like, I play FIFA. I'd be like, fuck off. You don't know. Yeah, God, <laughs> like, bros. Yeah. I'd be like, there was always, nothing. I guess that's true. Fortnite is just, what's weird is I didn't think it would hit the COD bro market. It totally hit the COD bro market real hard. Yeah. It hit kids. It hit COD bros. It, like, it's, it's definitely, like I said, the last one I knew was Pokemon Go. And that was for such a short period of time. Fortnite seems to really be sustaining like over the last year like it's the thing and people are still talking about it and like parents know about it that's always the the bar of like i always use the bar of like if someone's actually famous like there'll be djs playing at a place and people will be telling me like oh my god they're so amazing i'm like never fucking heard of them like they're not famous never heard of them (laughs) they're famous to you but they're not culturally famous Whereas I've never heard a single song by Cardi B, but I know who fucking Cardi B is because she's famous. <laughs> I'm like, she's permeated the culture. And Fortnite's at that level. Like, it's people just know what it is. They're like, oh, it's that video game. I know. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's, it's a weird and cool time to be in the industry. It's a scary time to be in the industry. There's a lot going on right now. Yeah? Yeah. I think... I mean, the new consoles are coming out. There's yes. a lot of money going into AAA. Oh, shit. Obviously, shit tons of money going to battle royales. We'll see where that goes. There's. I just remembered, Sony's not going to be at E3. They announced that. Mm-hmm. Sony oh, yeah, I guess... just straight up not going to be at E3. That is weird. Yeah, people are thinking Maybe that they're... that means PS5 next year. If they were going to launch it next year, wouldn't they go to E3? Well, they're going to announce it next year at E3. And that was at least people seem to be speculating that were like, well, maybe they just don't really have anything and they want to spend all that budget next year marketing the PS5. Oh, you mean on in 2020? They're yes. not going to go sorry. in 2019? Yes. No, yeah, I would sorry, agree with I'm that. saying next year. Um, I, would, I would speculate hard that that's true, that the consoles are probably not coming out next year. It's weird, though. Speculate. Out of all the big companies, it will just be... I mean, Nintendo are always on the show floor, so it would just be Nintendo and Microsoft on the show floor now. I mean, Nintendo's cleaning up with a Switch. That I can't believe how well the Switch is doing. I can't believe it still has legs. I thought it would be like a toy that everybody got into for a while and then fell out of. Um, it's, it's great. People love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really good. That new Pokemon game's fun. People mm-hmm. seem like I, people seem it came out and people seem mad at it. They were like, "It's really simplistic." And it's like, well, yeah, but they they always said that. That was never a secret. And they've always said they're making the other one that's a real RPG and all that shit. 
But it's good. It's fun. And it makes use of the Switch. I can sit there chucking a Pokeball at a Pokemon and all that. And it connects to my phone so I can transfer Pokemon Go stuff to it. And yeah, it's great. Cool, dude. I, I know nothing about it. <laughs> oh, it's fun. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. But you were so the reason we bought up Fortnite was you were saying something about dances and there's some sort of controversy around them or something we're in a really weird legal time where we have to figure out a lot of these things because so much content out there is a mashup of other content Mm. and games are especially guilty of this games use a mashup of all kinds of content and then games are used by content creators right like youtubers and twitch streamers yeah and where the line is between what you own and what somebody else owns is difficult right like so somebody makes somebody dances and then an animator from Fortnite puts that dance in to Fortnite. And then Mm. a streamer streams playing Fortnite and does the dance. Um, Epic doesn't get any money from the streamer, just like the person who danced doesn't get any money from Epic. And then somebody else uh, in print media takes a, a clip of that streamer's footage and writes an article about how inappropriate that streamer is for Mm. cursing a lot. And they get, money from the click-throughs of people clicking their articles we all profit off of each other's work in one way or another and it's uh, there it's gray it's gray Mm. it is there's currently no legal seemingly there's currently no legal precedent other than the old free use which seems really broad well, I mean, there's there is legal precedents in other places. Like um, when you make a mashup video or a mm. mashup, uh, like if, if you, what do you call it? If you remix music, if you use a certain amount of music um, from a song, then it's allowed. But if you use too much, then it's not allowed, right? Yeah, that's very true. I was just watching actually the other day, someone had made a concert documentary about the band Kiss as if it had been made in the 70s and it was like look at this this is the documentary they should have made in the 70s but then they had to get someone from that band to go it's fine for you to put this on youtube we will not take it down and you cannot have adverts on it or make any money from it therefore it's fine and that was that agreement and that seems like a yeah a normal standard thing now with the internet where it's like okay you can do that because we've said so but you're not allowed to make any money off of it because if you make any money off of it then it sets a precedent and then we can't and then if we let you do it then we have to go sue then somebody else so if you let some really well-meaning person do that and make money off of their content then all of a sudden you open yourself up to much larger, more aggressive companies making a lot more money off of your content. Yeah. And you no longer have the right to sue because now, because you've, you've opened the door there, you've set a precedent and that's where this, that's why it gets all gross and gray. That's why it's almost so. better to like not ask permission to just do it sometimes. And I think it's taken <laughs> down to get, if you're doing fan art or that sort of thing, if you ask permission, they have to say no, but if you just do it for fan art or for really harmless stuff, um, your content might get taken down. Yeah, hundred percent. Like Nintendo got went pretty ham with, yeah, doing that with uh, content creators, which was uh, an interesting thing to watch play out. Yeah, it's hard to say, and I don't. I disagree with Nintendo's perspective a lot. Like this goes into the another example I I've brought up before because I've thought about this is when you um there's 
laws for photography, if you're going to photograph art at an art gallery, mm. um, you can take a photo of a painting, uh, but if it's just a photo of a painting, then that's that's kind of copyright infringement. Whereas if you add some perspective to it, uh, if you if it the painting isn't the only thing in the photograph, then it, it's a it's your work. It's a photograph. Do you understand? Mm. Yeah. Or if you so this is something an example I've used before. Say an architect, um, cons- there's an architect and he works really really hard and he builds a bu- big beautiful building that's like I don't know amazing or whatever, mm. and then somebody comes along and paints that building and that painting is worth millions. Um, the architect doesn't get any money. And that's yeah. understood because so much work and so much of the perspective and so much of what that painting is has nothing to do with the actual subject matter. The subject matter is people aren't paying for the subject. They're paying for the perspective on the subject. Yeah. So I don't know. Like it, it's a case by case basis thing. You kind of got to smell it out. And, and it's hard to set hard lines here for a lot of this stuff for streaming, especially because I, I feel like the lines are blurring so much more. We all use each other's content so much these days. Yeah. And I mean, developers and particularly publishers use streamers more and more. Like I know that the old entitled argument would be, but we're, we're providing advertisement for you. And it's like, fuck off. No, you're not. But now <laughs> they are, publishers are actually, the amount of streams and videos, like if I, fucking and this is tech videos but if i watch one more tech youtube video that begins with this is a review of this product we're sponsored by this product i'm like it's not a fucking review then is it like (laughs) like how did this become the norm and there's so many streams that are like sponsored stream i'm playing this game because x company gave me money to play it and they will there's an honesty to it where they will say in the chat i've watched some of these streams they'll sit there and say yeah, so I'm not allowed to say uh, explicitly negative things about this game, but I, you know, I can give my opinion and uh, and I can talk about this though in two hours when the sponsor stream ends, and then we can discuss the game. And I'm like, Jeez, what even is this like? And and that's there's a weird world that we live in now where I guess it's not a weird world, but whatever. Kids are just aware of things like YouTube policies and Twitch policies and deals between companies and the fact that people are even aware of terms like influencer and content creator and all of this stuff that was just marketing jargon like 10 years ago. Dude, marketing, like millennials are so much better than us at marketing. We were, I realized this the second, like I had to, I don't remember where we were. Somebody was just taking a group photo and some millennial puts down her camera, walks up to me and just starts positioning me. Like, here's how you stand for a photo, Gwen. And <laughs> I, I just like, I, I feel I, I technically like I'm on the upper end. So like I'm technically a millennial, yeah. but I don't have these fucking skills. I don't know where this came from. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, I love that's your example. I didn't know how to not look like a sack of potatoes in a photograph. <laughs> Like, you're just stood slumped in a corner, and they're like, Gwen, stand up. Like, <laughs> Dude, it's something about, like... The, I know you, I, I think it's if you grow up having been on camera <sighs> and having your life being super public and <laughs> using Twitter, like, carefully constructing two sentences repeatedly every day until you get super good at it, yeah. you just become amazing at marketing. And, like, <laughs> these kids are marketing geniuses now. So, yeah, I, I understand it. That's like, true. Why, and why also, we're paying these kids. 
like a lot of it is baked into the content. Like particularly you get this on Twitch and you get this on YouTube is where I notice this a lot. Twitch streamers will spend a lot of time talking about how many subscribers they have, what percentage they're getting from Twitch, what level of sort of endorsements they've got with certain companies and what that oh means. My God. And kids know and understand that. In the they same way, they know all the metrics. They know what, yeah. like, they know which fucking user group they fit into. And I mean, I'm not even like I'm talking viewers, not not just the kids that are doing the content. Because of the people doing the content, viewers are now super aware and invested and interested in that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, and it's interesting. Um, like I, they're they're interested in in the metrics and that sort of thing because a lot of them want to be YouTubers too. But it also reaches into other things. Like I mean, all ads are completely focused on us now, based on you know what what you you click one Joe Rogan video and you're going to be looking at like Joe Rogan videos on every website forever, basically. I like Joe uh, Rogan; he's good. <laughs> I've been watching. I watched him interviewing uh, Jake the Snake Roberts just yesterday. He was really good. Anyway. <laughs> Is that a is that a, like a, a sports thing? Oh shit! So he was a wrestler in the eighties. Anyway, sorry. That's yeah, me no. assuming people know shit. <laughs> that had not permeated the culture. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. We're all part of our bubble. I'm not a part of the sports bubble. I'm bad at the sports bubble. All right. So like, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. But the uh, but yeah, like kids are just better at marketing. They just understand market forces, their target demographic. Like I've had these. Like literally teenagers talking to me about their goddamn YouTube metrics because they want to be YouTubers. And in a way yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cute. You've got like 30 followers. But another way it's like, wow, you know all of the data. Mm. Jesus, do you want to like crop my images for 14 different social media sites? I can barely <laughs> keep up with like, like I'm finally regularly using Twitter, which I hate now. But uh, <laughs> awesome. I'm finally good at it and I hate it. Um, I'm glad but, you're like, hating it and still using it. <laughs> well i i feel like i have to it's the only one i understand because the alternatives are like <laughs> become the big deal on what tumblr and instagram and i'm like oh, I, I can't i reached i don't have enough give a shit for this the rest of these yeah it's not twitter everyone's angry on twitter it's just someone's dad being angry that's all no dad's your, dad's mad. On, your dad's on facebook statistically i i yeah i guess i'm more thinking of it just being angry people shouting at each other on twitter 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 is very negative like very. no matter what your perspective is it's negative and i i feel like it's alarming to me just how much of the internet is shaped to keep you in a bubble like oh, you God, will yeah. I, and some of it is like so i'm a little bit grateful for some of it to be honest like i remember the 90s when people didn't when things were different and everybody had the same internet and you'd mm. get like 10 emails a day that are like, want to make your dick bigger? And I'm like, no, I don't. Are you like, sure? I, it's like, no, no, man. Like, I, you should put this weird cream on. Not, no, dude, no. This is, no, I don't want these, these It emails. needs to be bigger. Come on. <laughs> I'm a, this is not for me. Oh, like, well. So, no, no, not for me. So like, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad a bit, a little bit that we've like tailored the internet a little bit to us. And, yeah. you know, I don't get like, emails about making my dick bigger i get shit tons of cake recipes and self-help stuff and like <laughs> oh my god do you get the recipe videos like the uh, ones that are four fucked up ingredients that don't belong together not yeah. even like 
Here's what you do. Here's what you do. You take like a cinnamon roll, wrap it in a Twinkie, cover it in marshmallows, put it in the microwave for 30 seconds. Like that doesn't seem like it's cooked. No, it's, it's like, cooked. Look at this giant Snickers. <laughs> You're like, oh, great. Gross fucking dessert goulash. It's like, what the fuck? I, these aren't really well thought out. Though. I don't even remember what this, why we were on this. I, I just, think we were talking about I Fortnite dances. I literally looked to the right and saw one of those fucking videos. And I'm like, why are we doing this? Do you remember when people cooked food? Why are we making these? But I mean, I, I like, in a way, it's good that we, we have like ads tailored to us and stuff. And in a way, yeah. it's, but we are so in a different bubble. And the internet my brother sees is completely different from the internet I see. And we yeah. are like, are the information we get is the opposite. Like, it's, I, you can be living in the same town as somebody and living in a completely different reality. Mm. And that's just how we are now, right? Because everything is so tailored to you fit in a box and they will put you in that box and you will be like thrown into an echo chamber of nothing but what's in that box over and over and over again. Yeah. And I mean, um, I love, oh, go ahead. No, no, that was the thought. A lot of websites, like I know Instagram, I was uh, listening, again, I really like The Verge. I was listening to them talking about Instagram. One of the things I always say about Instagram is Instagram is designed to keep you on Instagram. And just so you keep, because it scrolls forever. Like that That's mm. the thing with it. And like if you go into the little magnifying glass on Instagram, it just, all stuff based on <laughs> things that you've clicked on. And I don't use Instagram enough, like, <laughs> to really get stuff. So like... Let me see if I open it up right now. I always get really weird, specific things. I'm just like, why the fuck am I seeing this over? Like, for so I guess I clicked on some sort of Turkish food once. But Instagram's <laughs> super decided that what I want to see is Turkish food being oh, prepared over and over again. I'm like, I don't want to see... Like, I'm not that into Turkish food. Like, it's nice. But, like, why do I get this all the time? <laughs> Oh, dude, like, when you're an animator, you anim you Google things for video footage, So, and it'll be random. It'll be like, I need to see somebody running backwards. I yes. need to see, a, a, like, a turtle humping a shoe. Like, I don't know why you would need to see that. That was just a really interesting video that happened to come up. But, like, you click these things, and then all of a sudden, YouTube makes wild assumptions about you. Yeah. And I never know. YouTube's an adventure. Like, I never know what it's going to recommend. Oh, shit, what was the... Oh, yeah, the thing I got, because I deleted Instagram... <laughs> And then went back on it. So I guess it just like reset me or something. Because the thing I got, like, and I must have just looked at one person. Because I just kept getting people with muscular legs. <laughs> Men, women, it didn't <laughs> seem to matter. But my entire, like, it's now more Turkish food and things slightly more catered to me. But for a good few weeks, it was just people with really fucking big thighs. <laughs> Well, that's what again. Turkish food does, man. It's good protein, a lot of lifting, you know. But like I said, it wasn't even It wasn't even like, check it out. It's some sexy babes because you, you're the male demographic of it. It was just men, women, didn't matter. Massive thighs, and I was just like, what did I click on that made this? Like, that made my algorithm big thighs. <laughs> I don't know why. God, I don't know, man. The internet is crazy these days. I always want to see, like, I would love to see the, like, what, the reason. Because I know, I think maybe Facebook, what, or Twitter, one of them does it where it gives you at least a super vague idea of why it's shown you an ad. Mm. But I'd love to see that data just based on, like, why did it think I wanted to see huge fires over and over again? 
Oh yeah. Well, do you uh, do you troll Steam like I do? I don't do it anymore. That's when I'm in the vortex of sadness. Yes, That's when uh, I'm in uh, the endless Steam scrolling. I recall. I I will look for it every now and again. Like there's a sale on at the moment, so I've been. But they like they'll list why they recommend things, and it'll, I'll pull it up, and I'll be like, "What the fuck is the connection you made here? Here, I think <laughs> I have it open right now. It's like, hey, you liked. Uh, why why are you showing me this? Hold on. No problem. Let's go down to the recommendations. You like strategy games? Here's a game called Iron Snout that's free. What? Iron oh. Snout. Yeah, definitely way cartoony. Definitely not the thing. Because you wish for this game. Here's a random ass other game. Oh my god. I don't know. It's it, that's, weird. I, that's always interesting. So that that feels like surface level data as well. Like what I'd like to see is you're like, but what's the connecting tissue between me liking this and therefore you think I like thing? Like what's the what's the sum? What's the equation that has been done there? Mm-hmm. Well, I. In on other storefronts, it'll be like, "Hey, you played a lot of this. People who like this tend to also buy these," and that, like, that's the Amazon kind of st- strategy. And I like that one. That seems to be okay. Somebody else with similar tastes to me is also buying these things. That's good yeah, to know. That makes sense. Like, so you're gonna be you're doing a video game, and you've done video games. Did did you like have to think about this shit? Like. Or do you just get like a marketing expert that just goes, "Oh, I already had the sums. Here you go, plump." Have like, the sums? What do you mean? Well, like the like for recommending your video game to anyone oh. or to get anyone to see it, or does just the platform do that itself? Oh no, this is huge. So for Steam specifically, all right. Um, obviously, when you're a AAA, there's you're playing by completely different rules, right? Yeah. So let's just write that off. But if you're indie. Um, setting your tags on Steam is incredibly important mm-hmm. and making sure that you're, uh, yeah, you, you want to set your tags. You specifically want to log in and as a developer set the tags, you can't even do it on the back end. You want to do it oh. straight on their front end because that'll tip it and you'll be recommended. Basically part of the way the Steam algorithm works is it looks for other games with similar tags and it recommends you next to them. Um, oh, okay. and if you don't have enough tags, then you tend to not get it recommended as much and, uh, there's a lot of meta to um, manipulating the Steam Stormfront that I don't get super into. They did have a huge bug about four weeks ago that they sat on for a solid week that destroyed a lot of indie developers. Oh, really? And it, it kind of went under the radar a bit. But there was a bug in their um, in their tagging system. So if you went on, for instance, three weeks ago, if you went on Steam and you looked at Kind and you looked at more like this under mm. on the Kind page, it would show Call of Duty. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I like just the, I jump off of uh, Black Ops Four, and I'm like, you know what? I really fancy something similar, like this puzzle game. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I mean, it was busted in a way that um, made games that were already really popular just show up for everybody, and <laughs> just, like the tags just weren't working. And I know a lot of people were just kind of talking. Some people posted on Valve's thing. A lot of us were just talking privately, like, "What the fuck? All of our wishlists are going away. What is going on?" And we were digging through it, and we we're like, there's obviously this bug. Mm. And it's terrifying when you live in this world, man. Like, it's terrifying when, like, you so much of our business relies on other people's businesses doing us a solid. Yeah, right. And that's scary. And that's why, like, uh, Cliff, um, Cliffsky, I don't know his last name. Not Cliff Blazinski, Cliffsky. Yes. Uh, you know him from Twitter. He did a giant, um, a, a giant article recently on how he sells games through his storefront mm. and trying to encourage other indies to sell through their storefront. And I, part of me is like, don't 
give these kids this pipe dream that they're ever going to get visibility on their personal website. But another part of me is like, they're not going to get visibility on Steam either. So, hey, maybe. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's very rare I'll buy a video game off. The last game I remember buying specifically off of a website, I think was Minecraft when it was still in beta. Because mm-hmm. it was a super big, like, all underground, like, fuck, have you heard about Minecraft? And the only place you can get it is right here in early access. Yeah. But other than that, I've not bought a video game from a website. I, don't, I feel like it's the idea of having of having a, an executable on your PC is it feels weird and risky, actually, in a weird way. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I feel like it's better to just have it somewhere in the cloud. And so I don't think the way to... I think inevitably there will be more competition for Steam. Steam has had a just a solid grip on the market for a really long yeah. time, but I, I suspect it'll come from other storefronts. Like I suspect, you don't blink about um, getting anything off of Blizzard's launcher. No, or... fuck no. I use that. All, I use that every single day to play Overwatch. <laughs> so it's it's not unusual. You use Epic's launcher for Fortnite. I think yeah. a lot of this would come down to um, just having more launchers and more storefronts. Rather than trying to have everybody have their own web page, because I just, I don't know, man. Like I just don't think that as a consumer, I would never buy something off of a website. So I'm having a really hard time wrapping my mind around it. But I know a lot of people do this, and I know it's huge. I know like uh, Tynan was re- said on Twitter that he sold Rimworld through a personal website for years, and it was a way to keep uh, to keep his community tight and small. But makes again, sense. like I mean, it, but that the makes thing- sense. If- yeah. Yeah. If you're RimWorld, if you're Minecraft, like I need to know to go there. I'm not going to discover your website out of nowhere. Like you still need to make sure I know to get to it. So mm-hmm. you still, I guess, like you say with the person who's like, you'd never be discovered on Steam. It's like it's exactly the same problem. I don't see how. I mean, it helps if you're successful because then you're well, just getting a hundred percent of your revenue. Yeah, not even that though. Like, if you're not going to be discovered no matter where you go, might as well be releasing your website and not give thirty percent to anybody. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> like the if same you're getting logic. nothing out of the discoverability, then sure, I can see that. So I can see it for like really small games, and I, uh, I don't know. Like, we talked, we did that one episode where we were scrolling through itch. And the reality is, I never use itch as a consumer. Mm. I just don't, and I should maybe, but all my stuff's on Steam already. But then again, I'm old. Like, this is the other side of it. Like, a lot of, if you look at kids, they're, they don't care. They use all these different storefronts. They don't care where they get their stuff from. They're not tied down to a massive, like, hundreds of games in a Steam library. I don't know. I don't know the future. There's too many things in motion. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, I don't feel, I don't feel super tied down to Steam. I guess, <laughs> Because I've just moved and I've got rid of so much shit, I'm just having a buy shit again. And a lot of it was just letting go of tons of just stuff and being like, ah, I can buy Star Wars again. Like, <laughs> like I don't, you know, it'll be somewhere. Like, something I want will probably... There's going to be those few outliers of, like, fucking random-ass films or video games that are like, you're not going to be able to get this again once it's gone. But even then, like, you can fucking get Shenmue again now. Like, if something gets popular enough, you'll be able to pick it up. Not yeah, always the case, but, like, there's t- there's just... I don't know, man. Like, if I lost my Steam library, I don't think I'd care that much. Like, I'd be like, eh, that sucks. But I'll guess I'll just have to buy stuff again. I don't know, man. I'd be pretty devastated. <laughs> I don't think I can handle it. But, I mean, I, I do... The... That being said, I would totally buy things. I would start buying things off of like 
if the Discord store took off. Just a company that I respect versus like a personal website. Yeah. I could see that. So then, yeah, still stick with Steam, kids. That's what that's Chris Light's advice. Stick with a store, unless you're Minecraft. I don't think we should give the kids advice because I think the kids are better than us at marketing. I think the kids are listening anyway. (laughs) They're not listening to their video game podcasts. The grandpa's listen to his podcasts indoors. Yeah, if the kids would like to tell us where to sell our games from now on, I'd appreciate that. Yeah, kids, where's the fucking money? Let me know. uh, Literally like a six-year-old writes in, I want you to unbox things. I'm like, oh. No, shit, shit, I'll do it. You gonna give me some money? <laughs> I don't care. Like, what do you want me to unbox? I got a box in front of me right now. Wow, what's in it? Oh, the thing. Who would have thought? Anyway. <laughs> All right, we've devolved too far. Yes, we have. This has been a great chat, though. Yeah, yeah, it's been good talking to you as ever, Gwen. It's nice to be back on the podcast horse proper, and to be doing this again. So, here's to more in the future. Here's to more. Hopefully next week will be a hotter news week. (laughs) Here's hoping. Here's hoping. Well, or not. No news is good news. You know what? Let's hope for no news. Yeah, fuck you, news. We got 45 minutes out of just fucking nothing, so we don't need you anymore, news. (laughs) All right, that's enough. This has been Gwen Frey and Chris Light, and you've been in the Dialogue Box.